Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to It's All Kicking Off, another What Culture Football podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and Adam Nicholas from What Culture Football here to discuss another burning football issue. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Football, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily football podcasts. But as I said, joined by Adam Nicholas to talk about some of the best free transfers this summer. Adam Nicholas, load of players out of contract. Obviously, a lot of confusion around when that's going to happen because normally it happens towards the end of June when the season is finished. It's ongoing. Players like Ryan Fraser won't kick another ball for Bournemouth. But looking at this list of people, there are some phenomenally talented players who are going to be without a club in either a few days or at least uh, a few months. Not only are they going to be without a club, Adam Wilborn, but these are my favourite price of player. Do you know what that price is? Three ninety nine, Adam Wilborn. That is the price of these players, and some of them are ridiculously talented. Who? It's funny how this is stuck up on people, isn't it? Because obviously, who would have really thought about it? The season being prolonged, or sorry, delayed for so long mm. that ultimately these guys have ended up out of contract just by circumstance rather than anything else, and. I guess that doesn't. You're not just going to sign a new contract just so your team can finish the season if you don't really feel comfortable there. As seems to be the proof with a bunch of these. Yeah, we should caveat this by saying that we are recording this on Monday, That's June true. 29th, <laughs> uh, because players like I think Pedro has already signed a deal with Roma, if I'm not mistaken. So we're not going to be talking about him. In fact, let's start by talking about Ryan Fraser, who's arguably sort of been the the headline story, despite arguably not being the best player. Uh, being released, he is one with huge potential who has refused a new contract at Bournemouth. His form kind of went downhill ever since then. I think he's openly admitted that he wasn't really playing for the club anymore after that. And yet, despite all the problems this has brought about and the fact, obviously, Bournemouth are in dire straits now and could really do with him playing, he is linked with some great teams. Um, Obviously, he's been linked with Celtic. Uh, but allegedly his wage demands kind of put them out of the picture. But you look at the other names associated with him, Arsenal, Tottenham, Leicester, there was rumours of all of the top six being interested in him uh, when his initial contract issues uh, sort of started. What do you see happening with him? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because Ryan Fraser was like a, a hot name on everybody's lips at one point because Bournemouth were doing really, playing some great football at one point and he was the focal point of that, really, really was producing great stuff. It would be easy to see why everybody's interested. I mean, the lad's like 26 years old, so he's still got plenty of a career left to have. I always think the players are being old at this point because yes. so many of them started so young. But 26 is nothing. He's still got at least a good four years in him. 
wherever he tends to go. And if he's going to go somewhere and get a new sort of lease of life and motivation, uh, then absolutely a guy worth your money. Is he the kind of guy, though, who would work at a top six club? Would he get enough game time? I feel like Fraser needs to play at a team. Well, someone like Newcastle, I realise that's biased, but like it's a team of that ilk. We're not going to be in your top sixes. We're going to be. He's the kind of player who would get a lot of game time mm-hmm. in Newcastle. He would fit into a team like that. Whereas send him to an Arsenal, to a Man United, to a Chelsea, wherever is he going to play? And I would have to question that. I think. Yeah, I think looking at this, uh, Celtic is one of those ones I'm, I'm always sort of unsure to comment on because. Mm. I don't have a great deal of experience of Scottish <laughs> football, let's say. Uh, and Andy Murray That's will be very well put, that. You yeah. put that very well. <laughs> um, a Tottenham, yeah, I just feel like, and I'm not saying that I don't think he's qualified enough, I just feel like with the amount of talent that they have in that squad, like you say, his game time would be reduced and he needs to kind of hit the ground running, join a club like that, and right now is, is a bad time for that. Um, and Arsenal, I mean... To be honest, as of right now, they're not a top six side. Um, he needs a club that really needs him, that really utilise him. And I feel like Leicester have got a lot of talent in that midfield. James Madison, you're yeah. thinking of Harvey Barnes, obviously slightly more forward. But regardless, maybe he could be the difference maker for a Leicester. But I, I, I don't know why, but I'm pushed towards Arsenal, despite the you know heaps of talent they have going forward. I don't think Arsenal are going to struggle scoring goals with the, the the talent they've got and yet he could be the perfect fit for them yeah I guess so I mean I, it's tough because that Arsenal team if I'm Ryan Fraser do I want to go and join that Arsenal team right now mm. like I'm not suggesting Arsenal aren't still a big club they are still a big club and they're just going through a really it feels like it's been a difficult transition period for quite some time now uh there's definitely a need for Arteta to change things up. He's going to be wanting to get that whole... Oh, you imagine he probably wants a whole new team at this point. <laughs> but he, where he can, he brings some fresh blood in. A 26-year-old Ryan Fraser probably makes sense. But I still don't know. I still He's creative enough, certainly, to play on that Arsenal team. I think mm. that's fair to say. That left foot could get him in quite a lot of teams. And if I have to pick one of them, I guess maybe Arsenal would be the destination. Speaking of Arsenal, though, uh, they've been heavily linked with Willian uh, from Chelsea. That's another mm. uh, big headline growing contract, ongoing contract issue, let's say. Uh, Willian been linked with Arsenal, with Manchester United, obviously currently playing for Chelsea um, and scoring for them, in fact, against Man City last week. Where do you see him ending up? He's the kind of guy who could literally end up anywhere, like whether it's Premier League or somewhere in Europe or somewhere further afield. He's on his day, man, William is just mesmerising, isn't he? He's unplayable at times. And he's, there was a time when the parallels between him and Hazard on a daily basis, you could just, like, they were the same, they could have been the same player. And obviously, Hazard was the one who tended to get more game time than William. I would I would still say he's got time. At, like, at his age, he, what is he, like, 30, 30 31, something like that? Mm-hmm. He could get, he could go over to somewhere like Italy, somewhere like Spain, and probably somewhere like France, to be, to be fair, truth be told, and still have a fine career like you go away and make a hell of an impact I do tend to wonder though because it's kind of within the we see it with a lot of the Brazilian players who come over at the Premier League and then end up disappearing they do tend to want to go where the money is don't they they tend mm. to follow that path we saw Oscar go yeah. off to Chelsea, to, from Chelsea to somewhere in China wasn't it I can't remember I where. was thinking that I was just thinking where's Oscar right yeah. now like it's just where's Oscar like, where's Wally but a completely different <laughs> scenario like there's a whole host of them who've, who've left for pastures new across there and you think Maybe at his age, he might be thinking of that kind of move. Uh, somewhere that's going to pay him handsomely. 
having said that, I do feel he could be a real difference maker. Will, Willian at Arsenal on paper makes sense. But I, I've always thought that if that front line clicks for Arsenal, they don't really need anyone else as, unless you want in, you know, supporting players. You know, your, your front line of Pepe, Aubameyang and Lacazette, for me, is terrifying. Hence why I always sort of lean on them for my fantasy football points, which is reflects where I am in the What Culture mm. Football League this season. Um, you know, and, and you look back in that midfield and obviously Guendouzi's a creative if temperamental, let's say, midfielder, uh, Danny, I never remember how to say it, Caballeros, Caballeros, I think it's Caballos, but I might be wrong, Danny Caballeros, scored, obviously, uh, at the weekend, crucial uh, FA Cup goal for them, and I I feel like he's got, they've got a lot of talent there, Willian at Man United is a fascinating prospect, Uh, you see, the more you name these teams, the more I'm really not liking this, because, for starters, Arsenal, no disrespect to Willian, he can still do it on his day. But Arsenal don't need a 31-year-old Willian. They don't need him. Like they, If they're going to move forward, they need to build for the future. And their mm-hmm. problems, as we've discussed, are not going forward. Like That will sort itself once they sort out whatever the hell is going on in the middle of the park, which they haven't sorted. Lazy take, but they haven't sorted since Vieira. And the, the defence is still an absolute disaster. So they shouldn't be looking at Willian unless they're going to try and reform him as this stunning Cafu-esque right-back. I don't see it for me. And Willian to Man United honestly feels like, it feels in my head like Sanchez to Man United. That's the kind of transfer it feels like where could he still produce a big thing? And no, like I don't know if they're the players to go to these other teams and provide the firepower. That said, I look forward to someone cutting this when Willian does sign for Man United and wins them the league next year. That'll be lovely, won't it? I think you've just sealed Willian in a Man United shirt as the thumb for this video. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Um, let's talk about a few other players. Joe Hart is a is a really interesting prospect as well because he's had a weird journey. Uh, Man City winning the league with them, of course. Then going to Torino, West Ham, Burnley are releasing him. Has he got space to play in the Premier League for anyone else? Or as anticipated, does it look like he may head north border to Scotland or drop down into the Championship? Because on his day, I still think he's a great player. I'd have him at Chesterfield, but whether I was... If I was like a Newcastle <laughs> fan like yourself, although you've got Martin Dubravka, who's uh, yeah. excellent, would you want him in your team is my question. I wouldn't want him in my team, um, personally, although lots of people probably think we can't be choosy over Newcastle, but never mind. Um, <laughs> Wait till that money comes rolling in. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, oh, don't. I, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not in a place to even contemplate that kind of ridiculousness. Uh, but Joe Hart, I mean, he could play. For a bunch of teams, you can imagine Joe Hart's the kind of guy who, if a team was coming up from the championship, maybe mm. needed a keeper, or he could play for all of the teams probably in the bottom half. As a, whether that be a backup keeper or whether that be his game time, you've got to ask yourself though, what does Joe Hart want? Does he want actual game time, or does he just want to sit on a bench and make money? If I'm him, I probably want to make money, and I think you probably have good shout there saying to go across to Scottish football or maybe drop down to the championship because you can still put a shift in, but I. When you compare him to most of the keepers who are in the Premier League now, I don't think he matches up the way that we all maybe thought he used to when he was in the England goalkeeper. And, I mean, how 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 much we all thought Pep Guardiola was making a disastrous mistake getting rid of him. And look how he's been proven right, really, hasn't he? Yeah, indeed. Uh, it's just his, his, his mistakes that he makes are yeah. becoming more, or seem to be, happening with more and more regularity and like you say with teams wanting to play out from the back it just it seems 
incompatible for me. Although Celtic got Fraser Forster, they might be getting him again uh, from Southampton. So who knows? Maybe, like you say, he could really do a job for a championship. Club. I know uh, a friend of mine works for Derby uh, doing the sort of media. And they they said, you know, there was a, a pundit that he knows who said absolutely you know, snatch him up. He's a player who's won the Premier League. He's put on an excellent performances. Granted, it was a few years ago, but excellent performances for Man City in the Champions League. I still remember that night when it was uh, Barca, Man City, and mm. he was just, he stole the show for me. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, one player who I feel you are going to miss in the Premier League, but definitely seems to be heading out the door, is David Silva. Uh, what yeah. a servant to Man City he has been. And it looks like now he could either be returning to his uh, name, Spain, or, as I, as as very rare I say this, as he deserves, just getting paid a load of money in the MLS <laughs> or in Qatar. I mean... David Silva has earned whatever he wants to go and do next. He has absolutely earned it. He came to the Premier League from one of my favourite Spanish clubs in Valencia and genuinely, it was exciting. I really wish he'd won more when he was with Valencia because the team they had then were amazing and he was brilliant. Coming to the Premier League, though, you always wonder, don't you, think? I mean, we've seen such hit and miss when it comes to Spanish players in the Premier League. Like, you were certain Torres was going to do it. Does it for Liverpool? Can't do it for Chelsea. These kind of things crop up time and time again. Soldado, I always think about at Tottenham. Oh. It was just, it was mind-numbing because he was so good in Spain and it just didn't work out. Silva, on the other hand, completely smashed that, turned up and has literally been the, you could argue, the driving force and the heart behind that Man City team in terms of the consistency levels he's managed to produce for them. And they have run the show in midfield. He has got to be Pep Guardiola's dream player when you think about a guy who's going to bring that ticky-tacky kind of football to the centre midfield of Man City. And on top of that, like, you're looking at David Silva, who was nearly out of the club, or certainly on his way out, they were thinking, last season, they were wanting to replace him. And he was so good, they had to bring him back into the team. And ultimately, he ended up helping them win the league. So that's a guy whose quality is completely above and beyond. I would quite like him to go and do a little stint like my favourite man, Andrea Pirlo, did. Just pop across the MLS and just go and run the show for some team for a few years, get paid good money, get some sunshine, enjoy your life, my friend. You've earned it. Those poor bastards in the MLS. <laughs> 
know. What? God. David Silver's coming? <laughs> is probably a, wouldn't know who he was. Half of them probably wouldn't know who he was. David, David Silver? David Silver? <laughs> but yes, I, I, I very rarely say, you know what? Go and go and make your money or whatever. But when you think of players, my mind immediately goes to someone like Samuel Eto'o, for example, who's just yeah. done it all. And I don't. It's very rare year on romanticising Man City, but imagine in his final season because I know he signed a, a sort of short term contract to yeah. play out uh, the rest of the season for City. Imagine if City won the Champions League as a sort of crowning glory. Wow. I mean, I tell you what though, could you see him going to any of the bigger teams in Spain? Because I think he could still do a job somewhere, couldn't he? Like oh, without question. You look at a team like anywhere who maybe isn't Barca or Real Madrid, but like you've got like teams who are floating around with the top six in there that surely you pick up David Silva and even at 34, I mean, that game is completely different to the Premier League. And that's a guy who's been playing at that top level can now drop into there and just not saying he goes on a autopilot, but he can still do a shift. No, but yeah, as, as much as it is, you know, looking at the table, still between Barca and Real uh, for the title, for this year at least. You look at the teams, you know, teams got, team got, we got a result against, uh, I think Celta Vigo got a result, result against Barca over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, I look at this running and I look and I go, oh, well, you know, Real, just to talk about the, the league title race there. I look and I go, well, Real have got points difference. They're not going to be playing Barca before the season's finished. But I look at who both teams are playing and I go, Barca have got to play Atletico and then uh, Real haven't, haven't got, you know, a smooth sailing. They've got teams in the top six they've got to play. I, do, I agree. If he wants to return to Spain and have a couple more seasons just running the show for any smaller team and just sort of messing up the title chances of Barca or Real or Atletico or whoever it may be, I think there's a possibility there without question. I'll tell yeah. you what, you've just, while you say that, my brain's just thought of how lush it would be if he went back to Valencia yes. for some romanticised years. And I'm honestly sold on that. Forget what I said about the MLS. I'll have him back at Valencia just having the, the time of his life. Uh, Jan Vertonghen uh, appears to be heading out of Tottenham. He's linked to like Roma and Inter. Do you think Italy's kind of the best place for him? Yeah, I think so. I think a guy like Jan Vertonghen, he can still do things, man. Like the guy is still scores goals, still can defend well. Like the guy's got plenty of playing time left in him for me. I think Italy for me, I would see him in as the kind of destination because he's the kind of guy who could still put the performances in. And I'd you'd happily have him alongside, say, if you're trying to bring. You're bringing through a new centre-half or the kind of guy you want to see a pair of hands in there to, to complete a back four. I think Vertonghen's still got plenty of playing left in him. And he still looks like he's in great nick as well for his age. Yeah, and Syria is kind of wide open as well when you look at, mm. you know, you just assume, oh, well, it's going to be Juve every year. But I think Inter is still in with a shout. Lazio obviously really pushing Juve close. So, yeah, he could he could be a difference maker for a, for a side over in Italy. A uh, couple of final plays from the Premier League before we go on a, a magical tour of mad <laughs> European free transfers. Uh, Adam Lallana and Nathaniel Klein. Nathaniel Klein is, is going to be released in the next few days, I do believe, by Liverpool. Adam Lallana potentially staying on to, till the end of the season. Um, I think Nathaniel Klein, not to dismiss him too much, but I think that's a question of he has to return to fitness because it's not he's a bad player for Liverpool. He just... His injury problems has kind of plagued his, his Liverpool career. And you look at who they've got now and you think, well, he's going to be playing second fiddle. And he, he, I don't think he deserves to be. To talk more about Adam Lallana, though, he's been linked with Leicester and Newcastle. Your thoughts? Mm. My thoughts are that sounds about right. <laughs> um, but, you know, Lallana, it's frustrating, really, because you remember this, like, the batch of Southampton players who all went to Liverpool at the same time, didn't they? There were so many of them who had such promising futures and 
quite a lot of them didn't end up panning out, which is a shame. Obviously not the case with certain members of the team. Like, I look <laughs> at Sadio Mane, and I think he probably made a very good choice. But Ricky Lambert, Adam Lallana, Nathaniel Klein, um, there's so many of them who were in there who you kind of think, they did get they did get a good time out of them. Lallana's been a bit more of a difficult case because he keeps getting injured mm-hmm. and he can't seem to get himself fully fit, which is a shame. Because when he was good, Adam Lallana was top draw. Like, that Southampton team had built up confidence. Could I see him playing for... Newcastle, <laughs> yes, I can pretty much see anyone playing for Newcastle <laughs> because that's the kind of way that my brain has been trained over the years. But it's interesting that you see a Leicester City. I mean, I don't think he'd play first-team football there, but he could certainly bring some pedigree with him, couldn't he? Like, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like it or not, this is a guy who's got a Champions League winner's medal. He's going to now have a Premier League winner's medal. Whether or not he featured in those, I'll let you decide so much. But either way, he's got the experience of playing with great players in that team. He could only surely add to that kind of team. And Leicester, Leicester are a team who are right up there now, aren't they? That's mm. like We have to consider them as a top contender now. Jonathan Green, you've got a Champions League winner's medal, so I don't think we need to start <laughs> that true. conversation. But, but yeah, Leicester's a weird one. I, I know Leicester fans who are going through a real bit of turmoil at the moment because they're, what, third? Top, yeah. top four, obviously. They seem <laughs> like, if I was a betting man and not a, you know, a pessimistic Leicester fan, I'd say, well, they're going to get Champions League football for next season. And yet they lost to... They lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup over the weekend. And and Robbie Savage was being asked, ooh, does Leicester need a bit of a change? And he's like, what? I mean, aside from when yeah. they won the Premier League, this is one of their best seasons. Unbelievable. And I think, who would have genuinely had them up there? Like, there was a yeah. point when they were second. <laughs> Let's not forget. It was Man City couldn't get in form. And Leicester City were the team who were potentially going to be chasing Liverpool to the end of the league season. Obviously, nobody could catch them in the end, but... Leicester City, man, they've got a brilliant team. They've they've made some very, very shrewd signings, especially in the last uh, summer transfer window in particular, stealing my beloved Eose Perez, but that's a whole other story altogether. They're building for the future. They've got a great manager who knows how to play with players who are young and up and coming. Madison's been a sensation. Vardy's still scoring goals at the top of the at the top of that front line for them. They're only going places, I think. And yeah. the more that they finish higher up on the table where they have been, the more money's coming in, the more they're going to be able to build on that. Yeah, I think Brendan Rodgers is the right man for the job as well, uh, despite past issues, of course, at Liverpool. Let's talk about some of the European players who are going to be without a uh, club in a month or two's time. I want to talk about Thiago Silva because he is a man I've always wanted to see play in the Premier League. You know, whenever you see him against Premier League clubs in the Champions League and obviously the fact that Brazil's World Cup kind of fell apart. Uh, when he was missing yeah. uh, in that classic game against Germany. He's been linked with Arsenal, uh, Fiorentina and Everton. Could we see, as much as he's you know ageing now, I think he's about 34, uh, mm. and Thiago Silva in the Premier League? And is, is he the sort of man that needs to just bring in this, you know, he's not going to be the, a sensational defender a, a la sort of Virgil van Dijk who completely changes an Arsenal mm. side, but just saying, here's how you defend, lads. It's really simple. So, normally I would have said, like I said with Willian, someone like 31 years old, maybe don't want to be bringing him into Arsenal. He's not the kind of guy I'd want to be. If you're building for the future. However, I would make the exception for someone like Thiago Silva because that man is a general. He is a defensive general. He's 34. And let's be honest, he can still go with the best of them. We've seen him in the Champions League. Yes, all right, maybe PSG. Haven't quite had the success they want in the Champions League yet. Um, But the guy's still got more than enough in his locker. And if you bring him to Arsenal, as you say, he might not be the Virgil van Dijk who's going to last them for like the next five, six years. But what he will do is say, what the hell is going on here? Why are you doing this? And I feel 
like, I mean, that might be outrageous to say this, Adam Willibone, he might be fractionally more successful than what David Luiz has been in an Arsenal shape. Only fractional, mind you. Indeed, I think many Arsenal fans would take anyone over someone like a Mustafi right now. And I'm not suggesting necessarily that we should have Thiago Silva alongside David Luiz because... But if you obviously, I think he's injured at the moment. But talking to Simon Miller about Arsenal, he was talking about how good Rob Holding looked. Who better mm. to learn from than, than Tiago Silva for me? Yeah. Um, so that could be a really intriguing prospect. Um, Zlatan, I have to mention him because mm. we adore him here at What Culture Football. He's had a bit of a career resurgence yet again playing for Milan. Do you see him staying there next season or potentially returning home to Sweden for a sort of romantic final year or so where he consistently just boasts about how he's the greatest player ever and we all just drink it in? Listen, how long ago was it when we were all saying, well, he's off to the MLS and that's it for him. He's going to have a nice time in the MLS, just chilling out, scoring goals, being amazing, being the best. And yet, and yet, he just decides to come back. Little stints in Atletico, then a stint at AC Milan. You're like, this guy can do it, man. He's more than capable. The problem with that, is he's, I feel like he could be one more major injury away from yeah. the end. I mean, obviously, he's had troubles, like, keeping himself fit. But the worse, the worse those injuries get, and the older he is, obviously, the more the recovery time is, and it sort of slows it down. It happened didn't at Man United, uh, and that was kind of a big... Which is a shame, because he was doing so well in the Premier League, and then it kind of cut his cut his time there short. Only a fool would rule out Zlatan Ibrahimovic in any capacity. If he stays at Milan, great. If he goes back to Sweden, also great. But I'd like to see him stay somewhere like AC or just Mm. in... in The the guy is a superstar of the highest calibre and if he can play at the top level for as long as he can, I think he should do it. You know what, bollocks. Let's have him at Arsenal. Let's go full banter. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Because you come to Arsenal and it'll be a disaster for him and he doesn't deserve it. OK, fair enough. Finally, a couple of quick names to mention. Mario Goetze, uh, Jurgen Klopp was still tipping him for, for, good, uh, for great things uh, going forward. And Edison Cavani, who's been linked with the likes of Barca and Atletico Madrid. You see either of them ending up somewhere fascinating? Goetze is like a fascinating case as well, isn't he? Because I always, always think of that goal in the World Cup final. And I just think... Everyone was like, this is it for him now. That's the launching pad. And unfortunately, the guy's struggled with injuries. And he's also, it doesn't help that he's trying to be part of uh, both Bayern Munich teams and Borussia Dortmund teams, where ultimately, there's just been these incredible players around him who are better. <laughs> like, even Borussia Dortmund, where like, the quality coming through there is just insane. Um, it's hard It's hard to say with someone like Goethe, uh, because there would be that worry if he signed him. And everybody got excited, and then he turns up at your club and he gets injured, and he's out mm-hmm. for quite a long period of time. Um, what was the other one you said? You wanted- Edison Cavani, uh, PSG. Cavani. Sort of, he's more the more on the uh, outskirts now, obviously with the likes of Mbappe and and, and so on. There, he's been linked with Barca. I, d- I don't know about the whole Barca thing. It just it strikes me of the Zlatan at Barca uh, issue yeah. you've got here, and especially with the potential. I've read reports about Xavi potentially going to manage Barca because the players just don't listen to the current Barcelona manager. Yeah. There was footage I saw of Messi at the week. I think it was at the weekend, just running past whoever's the number two at Barca as he's trying to talk to him and just going, nah, mate, don't nah. care. Nah. Uh, obviously, they're still trying to settle in Antoine Griezmann. Atletico Madrid could, uh, could nah. really do something with Cavani, I thought. 
I feel like that's a good location because that is the kind of team who is a team full of battlers. Those guys know how to go to war with football clubs. And there's nobody better at doing that in the front line than Edison Cavani. That man is a monster when he wants to be. I always think of the, it was him and Suarez, Uruguay, and that the game, I can't remember which, what the match was, but the two of them together. He actually, was it him who got injured or was it Suarez in the end, which is why Uruguay ended up going out of the World Cup? Yeah. I think it was Cavani. And ultimately, like those two together were just a powerhouse. They couldn't get near them and they literally ran the show. Cavani gets injured and ultimately Uruguay don't end up get, making their way through to the, uh, to the fight, or whichever way around it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to make here is that those two literally bullied and absolutely tortured the defence together because that's what they're capable of. You'd imagine Simeone is looking at someone like Cavani and going, I can see him doing a job for us. And he's got a habit of bringing players who are maybe in the twilight of a career and turning some actual results out of them. I mean, anybody who can get a result out of Fernando Torres after all of that <laughs> and turn him into a workhorse general, it'd be hard to say he couldn't do the same with Cavani. Yeah, I think I think there's a, there's a whole host of pacey, creative attacking players out-and-out out goal scorers are few and far between in European football. And Edison Cavani almost guarantees goals, I'd say. So really interesting to see if he goes anywhere. Personally, obviously, I'd love to see him in the Premier League. So who I'm knows, maybe... Chesterfield. Oh, I'll take him at Chesterfield. <laughs> Come on, Edison. But uh, who knows, maybe he could be the marquee signing for, the new, for Newcastle United after the takeover. Yeah, but then would ruin him anyway. So that would be a shame for <laughs> Well, well let's... I'd, take him, I'd take him as the Uruguayan Alan Shearer. I'll take that. Yes. Oh, what a comparison. Let us know uh, your thoughts on some of the best free transfers this summer. If we missed anyone out or where you think these players could be heading in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Football, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily football podcasts when you're out and about on the go. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureFC. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Adam Nicholas at... It's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at Adam Wilborn. As I said, follow us all at What Culture FC. But this has been it's all kicking off. My thanks to Adam Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.